Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Sadie. And I'm Mar. And this is a show where we are reading books so that you don't have to. And today we are reading an incredible book. We're talking about a great book. It was kind of addictive for me. Come on. I just like blasted through this book. (laughs) I literally was like, I loved it because I'd watched the show, but I had not read this book and I was hooked. It was like... I would say just as good. Like the mm. same way I felt watching the show was how I felt reading this book. And the book in question is Firefly Lane. Firefly Lane. By Kristen Hanna. Come on. I've never watched the show. Oh, it's heartbreaking that you I, I didn't even know this I was a big I have talked to you thing. so many times about this show. I Could, feel like I've said this a million it. times. <laughs> in one ear out there. I feel like I would always be like, have you watched the show? Have you watched And you're like, oh my gosh. No, I have. Yeah, I literally have never listened to So it's so funny because like you've talked about it so many times, but then whatever I was looking for books up to read, I found it just by based on the description. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to read this. And so I sent it to like a friend because they wanted a book recommendation. I'm like, I really want to read this. They're like, ma'am, this is a whole like TV series. Yes, like, it's three it's seasons. Known. And it's Couldn't incredible. Tell Couldn't tell you about it. That cracks me up because I <laughs> thought you put it in the recommendation list because of I've been no. talking about it a million times. No. <gasps> well, and that, when I first watched it on Netflix, I didn't know it was based off a book. See? I had no clue. But but you sent me the book and I was like, I have not shut up about this oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Stacey talks about a show, I just think she's talking about Bridgerton. I'm yeah. like, oh, she's got to be talking about that. Like, you watch more than just one show. Let's talk about Bridgerton, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> A deep if that's a show that would be very interesting to have a book on I, oh wait is it a book it is a book oh my gosh i don't know why i said that i really don't know you said it with conviction where i'm like oh i'm stupid like wait, i should have no. known it's a book is it really romancing mr bridgerton <gasps> bridgerton collection volume one bridgerton oh, there's tons of them okay Here's the thing, it's though. About, that there would be a lot to skip in that book because there, there was some spice. Spice. There was but some, today we're doing fire yes. firing. <laughs> let's get back to the topic at hand. Let's stay focused. I'm like literally. Let's just talk about all my favorite shows. <laughs> like, hey, no. If you guys are interested, uh, I'm just okay. So, Firefly Lane. Yes. You recommended it. What do you think? Give us a mm. little thoughts on it. General yes. feelings after you read it. Well, I just want to say uh, there were moments where I was crying. And moments where I was like, why am I crying? Because I was like, I think it just, it takes two ordinary girls, right? With two different stories, puts them together and basically makes them soulmates in the sense of friendship. Like they need one another. They depend on one another, no matter if they're living close, living far apart, like they're there for each other. And it just makes you like, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to say like it give you an essence of like, oh, this could never happen. Like, I think the part is like, it really felt like this could be real. And it's like, and we all have our girlfriends that were like, I mean, like Sadie, (laughs) ma'am. I was like, you know, it's just like you all have those people that like are kind of like that for you in your lifetime. And so I was just like, it's just, it made me emotional a little bit. But at the same time, I was like, it felt very real. Like, oh yeah, friendships, they go through ups and downs. But yep. like this, these two, like they always came back together. And I thought that was like a healthy way to look at a relationship. Yes. Yeah. The book, it's so good. And for just a little overview, it's basically 30 years, these two friends, Tully and Kate. So the, her full name is Tulula Rose Hart and Kate Malarkey. But it's Tully and Kate boy each other through life, weathering storms of friendship, jealousy, anger, hurt, resentment. And they think they've survived it all until a single act of betrayal tears them apart and puts their courage and friendship to the ultimate test. Oh, so it really is a single these, act. A single. Act? Let's talk about it. I there were like many more. acts. Well, there was one major one that yeah. was like, oh, they might not talk. That was too for far. A year. Mm-hmm. We went too far. Yes. And so the book actually opens up with this little tiny, tiny chapter that you were talking about, where you hear from Kate's perspective yes. of how. They, you recognize, okay, these two people have a closeness, a friendship. They've been lifelong best friends, but they, for some reason, they haven't talked for almost a year. Yeah. And she's going to call her best friend because she needs her. Yeah. And that's how the book opens up. Yeah. And so then you get a little backstory about how these two friends met. Yeah. So then it starts off with little, with, ah, there is a debate whether her name is Tuli or Toli. Okay. So in the <laughs> show, her name is pronounced so it's Tallulah Rose, Tallulah Rose, and so then they call her Tully. So the Tully. Whole, whole time it's Tully. My guess is is if they made the show, they had to talk to Kristen Oh, Hannah. for sure. So my guess is she probably wanted to be called Tully. Tully. But you listened to the audiobook and it said Tully. Tully. 
which just but cracks me I up. told Sadie the person that was reading the book was not like the author so it's like they could have just gotten wrong they could so <laughs> here we start it off we are in the 1970s start in this second chapter off right with Miss Tolly <laughs> Miss Tolly Rose Tolly Tolly no, Rose no <laughs> Tolly. 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 Yes. Tolly. Tolly. That's my problem. I'm saying Tolly. Yeah. It's Tolly. Tolly. Like a Teletubby. <laughs> Teletubby. So we start off with Miss Teletubby okay. in the 1970s. <laughs> Basically, she's sitting there and she's spending time with her grandma. They're having, you know, a grand old time. And then next thing you know, there's this van that kind of pulls up. It's got some type of, what's got, what's got like flowers or something like that yeah, on it. Yeah, it's like a, a Volkswagen. Yeah. It's like an old Volkswagen. Yeah. Something from like the 70s show. Obviously, this is the 70s, so. <laughs> but a woman comes out and she comes to the door and she totally, totally. 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 Yep. <laughs> just finds herself kind of overwhelmed with like this feeling towards this woman of like, oh my gosh, like this realization like oh that's my mother at the door and she's talking to her grandma and she's like i'm here to take back my baby and she's like well you can't take her because you can't even take care of yourself and so but she ends up taking her daughter basically and before we even get into like where they went and things like that Tolly has been living with her grandma at this point what is she she's 10 I think so. She's like nine or ten. Nine or ten years old when this happens. So she's been living with her grandma for a long time. And every so often throughout her life, her mom will come back. Right. And her name is Dorothy, but she likes to go by Cloud. Yeah. Don't know why, but I mean, I got, whatever. Because she's, like, she's ethereal. She's ethereal. <laughs> she's there I one am. second and gone the next. Oh, that's poetic. That's a cloud. That's real. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's a cloud. <laughs> But she, so she comes back into Tolly's life, like back and forth. And so this time she's thinking, oh, wait, great. Like I get to be with my mother. And then the grandma's like, you can't take her. Right. right. But she lets her take her. And she I, can't technically legally stop her. But then I, that was my question of like, well, why not? Because I feel like if she really wanted to keep her and be like, get out of my house, she wouldn't even try to really even do anything legal to get her daughter back. Because I don't think she legally gave guardianship over to her grandparents. So I think she would be in she would be in trouble legally the grandma would if she withheld her daughter from her but i'm saying like cloud seems to be like a cloud so drifted in the (laughs) sky that it doesn't even feel like if she even put up a fight and was like no dorothy bye and shut her out she's not going to the police and saying i can't have my daughter right she's gonna be like well, all right. Also, I don't understand if it's if Cloud. So she ends up taking Tully. She throws her into this van, and in this van, they're. I mean, I feel like they're a bunch of hippies just in there. They are. They're smoking pot. This one guy's like smoking it in her face. Yeah, I was so angry when he did. Oh, this. I was so pissed. Yeah. I literally was like, if somebody ever, because you can't help but think about your own children of in these course. scenarios. I was like, if somebody ever treated my child like a piece of garbage like this. It just, here's the thing though. It didn't make me think like a piece of garbage. It it literally made me think of when people like really want to open your eyes to new experiences. They want to make you have this experience they haven't had. That's what it made me think of where I was like, why are you, you are literally having a child in the car. Like, but I don't know why we're even getting mad though, because none of these adults are responsible adults. Like that's the whole point. It's like a car. That's full, the problem. I know it's a clown car. It's a clown car <laughs> and a clown walked up into her mother's house and that's, took her yeah. away. Well, that's why it's heartbreaking it's because heartbreaking. it's like your mom is literally in this place where she does not care. And even there's a quote where she, at the start, she was talking and Tully's like trying to talk to her mom about like normal mother daughter things. And it says, mommy looked at Tolly for the first time, really looked at her. You remember that, kiddo. Life isn't about cooking and cleaning and having babies. It's about being free, doing your own thing. You can be the effing president of the United States if you want to. Which, like, period. Well, yes, you can. But at but the also, same time. But that shows, like, where her mind's at. She's yes. literally telling her daughter, it's not about caring for you. It's not about having yeah. babies. It's not about doing that. It's about doing whatever you want. Yeah. And whenever you want. And that's, like, in the car when yeah. they're riding to uh protests like in seattle actually so yeah. what's fun is this whole book is set in washington yes we love it. it and it even mentions tacoma it does baby it mentions tacoma kirkland bellevue i was like I'm Vashon. i know <laughs> i was like i was actually there yeah but her mother's so her mother's an activist yeah a druggy activist where they're so basically i don't even know why she wanted her daughter because unfortunately guys they get to this kind of march she's holding Tully's hand Tully Tully's hand <laughs> 
the whole entire time, right? And then all of a sudden, Tolly, she's getting tired and she realizes that nobody's holding her hand anymore. She's like running around looking for her mother and her mother's nowhere to in sight. And so she lays down on the concrete, basically. A police officer with a horse like comes over and sees her and she's just like, have they called my grandma? Like he knew who yeah. she was. Yeah. Like this happened so much to her that like she's just used to it. And so she went back to her grandma's house. Yeah. But why? Why take your daughter for that? I think that's the whole point is that she's so, Cloud is so unstable and also it just goes to show selfish like yeah, she's, she's literally cloudy. so selfish that she just like in certain moments wants to be a mother and will show up and takes her daughter and wants to be like nope i'm your mother and then like she even said like it's not about doing whatever it's not about cooking cleaning having babies it's about being free and doing your own thing so yeah. she just kind of wants to breeze in and breeze out of her daughter's life yeah but at least take her home i know well, I think that also goes to show the state that she was in. Like, mentally, like, she was literally on drugs. Which like, also leads me, like, Grandma, shame on you for letting her go. I know. I thought of that, too. And it, but it makes me interested because they were talking about, and they didn't really get to it in this book, unless I totally missed it. They never actually explained why the grandma, so the grandma and the daughter, Cloud. They never explain why they don't have a good relationship. Yeah, because they alluded to it where she was like, no, you have to give me my daughter or whatever. Mm-hmm. She like, grandma one night went to tell Tuli like what happened. She's she's like, she's mad at me, not you. And she's like, something happened years ago, but it doesn't really matter now. Yeah. Like she never really shared what it was. But I am interested because like, what if something she did is the reason why Cloud is so messed up? So in the show. Oh, spoilers. In the show. Oh, yeah. Big spoilers, by the way. If you are at all, which I will never stop raving about this show so i think you should absolutely our whole podcast go. is a spoiler yes. so if you're listening to it like <laughs> if you're listening to it i'm sorry you're getting all the tea but um if you're interested in the show go watch it and then come back and see how it's different than the book or see how it's similar but Super. in the show basically cloud was interested in this guy and he was like this rich wealthy guy and basically she it doesn't have to do with her mom necessarily but so she was like they were dating like Cloud and this super wealthy like kid were dating. Mm. He was going to go to college. And so he was like, you should come with me. You should apply to college. We should go together. So then she gets pregnant and her his dad finds out and basically breaks them up. So sends a letter that he's like not it doesn't want to see her anymore. Doesn't like basically breaks her heart. So then she's like all alone with her kid and her mom. I don't know. I can't remember if her mom had actually anything to do with it. But that's why she was pregnant on her own. Irresponsible, broken hearted, like didn't trust anybody. <gasps> It was juicy. Wow. It was really juicy because they were in love and like they were going to go to college together and start this life. And then their her her his dad broke them up. Why break them up though? This is the thing. You he know didn't what? Want him, he didn't want him. Yeah, he didn't want him in he didn't want her in his life weighing quote unquote weighing him down. Yeah. With the baby and so, all this stuff. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that is Tully. And then Kate is just this sweetheart little Girl from this like classic little She's on family. Firefly Lane, baby. She's on Firefly Lane. And so <laughs> they basically meet because Tolly's family moves across the street. Well, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is that the show or is that the book? So what happens is that her mother ends up coming back again mm-hmm. when she's around 14 years old and she moves Tully from her grandma's house. And she's like looking at her grandma. She's like, grandma, I don't want to go. Yes. Like I've done this a minute. I don't want to go. But Cloud ends up taking her anyways because she's got custody of her and moves into the house right next so to So they Kate. do. They move into the across yes. street. But not okay. like her family. But they Cloud. move across the street. They do. Cloud and Tully move yeah. across the street. And so then Tully obviously is kind of like trying to hide her family situation. She's trying to hide her mom. She's like doesn't have people over. She just kind of like is very much wanting to have a new life escape from all that but then she can't really assimilate well into school and so at start she's kind of like with she doesn't want to make friends with kate she's just kind of like standoffish she's in her own head but she's like i can reinvent myself at this school so she becomes like the popular girl like right away but she was always the popular girl yes in the school that she grew up in she was always popular and she was like this is a thing right (laughs) she says she doesn't want to be like her mother right but she was smoking where and, and your clothes say nothing about you, right? But she was dressing like her mother, looking at whatever, you know. <laughs> I like the two tops on or something yes. like that. Like everyone, and apparently, according to this book, Tully Tully is beautiful, right? 
Like, you she can't is. take your eyes yeah. off of her. So everywhere she goes, she mentions to Kate when they do kind of start becoming friends of, like, she's like, no, I don't have a lot of friends. People, like, they like me, and they, like, think they know you. She's like, but I don't have friends, which yep. is, like, what Kate's problem was, too. Right. And so Kate is kind of, like, in her own head as well. Like, she wants to make friends with this new girl across the street. They'll wait together for the bus, but, like, they don't really talk together half the time. Tilly doesn't get on the bus, and she'll show up later at school, random parts of the day. And so their friendship really starts off because, unfortunately, Tully trying to fit in and trying to, like, hang out with everybody, a junior, I think, or a senior, asks her to go to this, like, party. And he's like, you're gorgeous. Let's go to this party. They go, and he, like, unconsensually. Yeah. I mean, essentially, he rapes her. Yeah, he raped her. He raped her. Mm -hmm. And so... Tully's sitting there like drunk and she's not really knowing what's going on, but she knows that she didn't want it. She knows she said no, all these things. And so she goes back home. It's super late at night. And Kate is actually outside at night because Mm -hmm. she would always like go pet these horses that were nearby. Like she would always just kind of be outside at night. That was like her own time. And so that was the first time like Kate actually like got to talk with Tully. They, she hugged her. She listened to her. Like they like Tully told her what happened. Yeah. And so then the next morning Kate was kind of like, hey, does this mean we're friends? Are we not? Like, is she just going to ignore me and pretend it never happened? Like, she's, quote, unquote, the cool girl at school, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what that means. And so then halfway through the school day, um, Tully comes over and just, like, puts her lunch down beside her. And she's like, so we're friends now, right? Yeah, she's like, we're friends. And Kate's like, okay. And then literally, that's why we become friends. Miss Kate T. Her her, her real name's Kathleen. 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 I love it. And her nickname is Katie. And Mm -hmm. she comes from a good home. That's where these girls kind of start to differ, right? She's got a good mom. She's got a good dad. She's got a brother named Sean who's not really important to the story. But he is bigger in the show, right? In the show, he's a huge part of it. That is what I've heard. And so it's just interesting. But she comes from a home where... Right. They're not they're they're strict, but strict to protect, not that they don't want her to experience things. Right. So she comes from she has this perspective when talking with Tully, Tully, Tully for the first (laughs) few times of like she thought her life was kind of unfair of like, oh, they never let me do anything. I would never be allowed to go to a party. You're so cool. Your mom lets you smoke. Your mom lets you do all these things. And, uh, you know, it just comes that realization where she starts to realize Tully kind of gets irritated because she's like, you don't realize how lucky you are to have a mother that actually wants you, that keeps you, that takes care of you, that doesn't leave you, that doesn't care about drugs more than they care about me. Like, you are honestly are really blessed. And so then after a while, what happens with her to not be living there anymore? For Tully? Yeah, because so of Cloud. So I think um, Cloud gets put in jail. Or I think she gets taken away yes and so then they're like okay well you're gonna have to move and she's like i don't want to get put in the foster care system no no you're oh she goes back to her grandma's house right she goes back to her grandma's house because this is a later point where she moves in with the malarkeys yes okay so she goes back to her grandma's house not for long though three years and they're writing letters back and forth to each other oh so they went they're pretty long distance because she was in canada Mm -hmm. and Katie is all the way in, like, Tacoma, mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. you know? And so they're writing letters to each other back and forth, which also, this just tells you how strong their relationship yes, is. so to sweet. St- to only know each other for a little bit, but then still call, be like, promise we'll still be best friends, like, They just really now. said, we're going to be lifers, and that was it. Yeah. That's, like, really it. But then grandma dies. Mm-hmm. And then the grandma dies. And so that's when, and they, I don't think they can locate Cloud, or she's still not able to take she, her. She denied custody of her. Ugh. That's what she did. She knew because she was at the funeral. She came to the funeral. She did. She showed up like for a second and she yeah. talked to her mom and then she like, or she, Cloud talked yeah. to Tully and then Cloud left. Yeah. Because Tully runs up to her and she's like, because it was for the first time, like Katie's family goes on this vacation every single year. So they weren't around. They didn't know that Gran had died yet. So she's at this funeral by herself, 17 years old. And she like finally sees her mom like by a tree and she runs up to her and she's like, oh my gosh. Like, she's like weirdly so excited to see her because she's like finally i don't have to be alone right she's like she's like i need you mom like i need you and she's like she's like don't you know by now that like you can't like i'm not a mother i can't do this you know and then she like turns around to cry and like turns back around her mom's like gone a cloud a cloud evaporated evaporated. (laughs) she was like a cloud and so yeah they were gonna put her into the foster system and she was basically she's like why can't i stay here she's like i paid the mortgage she was almost a senior so she's like i have like another year or something like that yeah she's like i don't understand she's like i can take care of myself i can have this house but her grandma was very like 
she knew what she wanted to do with her leftover things. She right. sold the two houses so that and everything that she had so that Tully could literally have a good life. Could go to college, could do all, yeah. But you mm-hmm. know what's crazy hmm. is that she included that every single month, Dorothy, a.k.a. Cloud, had to receive a check from from Tully, which was coming from her grandmother's right. stuff, right? Every single month because she knew it was the only way to really keep track of where she was at. Which is really smart and also really heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah, so then eventually the Malarkeys find out. They're like, the Malarkeys take her in. The Malarkeys are like, you can stay with us. You are basically a daughter to us anyway. And so then she gets to spend her senior year of high school at the Malarkeys, going to school with Kate, and that's like her favorite year of her life. And then they basically both go off to college together. Mm -hmm. And so they start college in Seattle. And the whole reason, like the what's propelling this book too is – when Kate's family takes in Tully, Kate's mom obviously becomes kind of like a surrogate mom to Tully. And her mom was a stay-at-home mom with two kids. And she kind of like portrays this side of women who were raised in the 50s and going into the 70s of women that were like, you can have it all. Like there's yeah. now opportunity for you. So you need to go and do things. And so Kate's mom always was kind of like, I didn't really do anything. I just raised kids or whatever. And they're like, that is amazing. Like, what are you talking about? That's like doing an amazing thing. But she was seen and being raised in a society where women were having more opportunity to pursue school, pursue college, pursue jobs. And so she was like obsessed with this anchor woman at the time on TV. Mm -hmm. And so she would always be like, she would tell Tully and Kate, she's like, you guys can be this. I can't remember what her name was, but she's like, you can be the anchor woman. Like, you can have it all if you want it. And so then Tully was kind of like goo-goo-eyed over Kate's mom of being like, you are an amazing woman. She's like, you know what? I am going to be an anchor woman. Like, I am going to be that woman. I'm going to make you proud, and I'm going to go achieve all my dreams. And so, Which also, I always pictured it that, like, her her mom – Kate's mom was saying this because, like, she was just trying to point out, like, you could be anything. Mm. And so it just shows how – I felt, like, how desperate that Tully was for love – because she didn't take it as like you can be anything. She looks exactly at what her mom, like her surrogate mom, was talking about, right? And she's like, "Okay, yeah, I'll make you proud. I'll be an anchor woman." Right. I'm not sure if that. I mean, she had a passion for it, and she grew to love it, and ended up being very quite good at it. But it's also I realized in that moment, I was like, I don't think that's something she ever thought of doing. It was more of like I want to please this woman. Hundred percent. It it came to her as like this is my way to make a big name for myself. She's like, I'm not going to be a small person. Like, I'm not going to have this like life that my mom put out for me. Like, I'm going to go and make changes and waves in my life. And I think you're so right. It's like shows how impressionable actually kids can be. Young people can be if you put your dreams onto them or if you put like your interests and things. It's really funny because different things stick out to kids differently. Like my parents could have said the exact same thing. And it could have made some kids be like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that or I'm going to – you know what I mean? Like it it really hits different kids. And so I think you're right where for Tully it was like, okay, this is my my way out. This is what I'm going to do. And so they go to college together, her and Kate. And she kind of is like bringing Kate along on this dream and vision. Kate never really had this like goal to be – I think your woman. It she was a writer. This, this ten- yeah, she loved to write. And I think it started this tension that was unspoken by Kate for so long was that she saw – it wasn't that her mother did not love Kate. She loved Kate so much. But she saw how much that Tully needed a mother and a positive influence. That is – I think there were moments where to Kate, she thought that her mom believed more in Tully than she did in her. And so they started this kind of like jealousy thing where even to the point where she's like, you know what? Yes, I am going to be an anchor person. And she, and Kate's mom's like, you're going to be the best. And then Kate kind of is like, um, we're both going to be good reporters. Right. And it even mentioned in the book where she's like, I felt a little embarrassed by saying that. And I was yeah. like, ah, that's got to college. You know, so they go to, yeah, that's what they're going yeah. to college for is to be, yeah. But it's interesting to me that Tully is never actually asking Kate like, do you actually want to she be She said, this? we're going to be dream team. That's what yeah. her whole vision. We're going to be dream team. We're going to go. And it, you're so right. I think, too, with, like, Kate's mom, it was, like, she – because Kate's mom didn't have this career, quote, unquote, that she now saw younger women being able to have and yeah. other moms being able to have, I think she looked at Tully's drive and passion mm. and, like, 
saw some of her own desires in that. And yeah. so it definitely made her gravitate towards Tolly, which is like heartbreaking if you have your own child. But yeah. she never obviously neglected Kate or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it was more, I think, yeah, Kate definitely started picking up on that and was like, okay, I'll go along with his vision too. Yeah. Like She'd you know, always say that Tully, she's like, Tully's so special. Everyone yeah. looks at her and thinks that she's so special. That's People what look everyone, at me and I'm so ordinary. the whole book says about Tully. Yeah. Special. That's it reminds me of Daisy Jones. Yeah. Everyone's there like, are people, so I'm so, it made me think of like, are there people like that? That just like walk into your room and everyone's just kind of like, that, yes, that's Sadie. a special person. Okay. It is you. <laughs> it is you. It is it you. Is, <laughs> it is us. <laughs> we walk in the room to the stadium. Mom? Our insane. We're like, guys. See, we are news women. And then in that moment, they're like, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But so these two besties go off to college together and they just really start trying to make it big well totally starts to make it big kate is like i'm gonna meet boys kate's like i'm gonna date i'm gonna get down yeah. i'm gonna kiss i'm gonna flirt i'm gonna do all the things and so that's also kind Dude, of everything but the dirty everything but the dirty she's a nice catholic yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they that's kind of another way that they kind of start to separate past slightly is that kate's kind of like i am just i want to experience college i want to go to sorority yeah. i want to do all the things i want to party and Tully is looking at college as her lifeline. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the brightest in my class. And she does in one of her classes. And oh, she got an A. She got an A plus. She aced that She class, aced the baby. test. And it is because. Not she was because, acing the professor. No. <laughs> That's why she got the A in the Actually, class. Actually, no. She, it was because she, so there was this class run by this man, Chad. I think his last name was Wiley. I could be totally wrong, but it was Chad is his first name. And Tolly was relentlessly trying to get into this guy's class because it was like a very famous class. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We discover that after. But she was like trying to get in this class so bad and finally gets in, sits in the front row. It's like, I'm going to learn everything I have to learn. And uh, yeah, it just happens. We know. We didn't. Talk okay, about let's this go. man. Go ahead. Okay, so she's entering this class and she's working hard, right? She's putting in resumes, all this stuff to a, a certain place that she wants to work in. But in the meantime, they're like, go to college. You're too young to work here yet. We'll see how your grades are. She's wanting to impress this man because she's he's someone that she looks up to in the media, things like that. And she's like, I want him to tell me basically that I'm a good writer, that I'm a good journalist. That's what she wanted, right? And he would not give her the time of day. He was just not doing because it. She was like this beautiful girl, and he's like, you know, you're beautiful, and you know, you're but all that. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so she finally, like, she like, he like, she like, did not get like the best grade on something, right, or something like that. And she like, he's like, do you want to know why? Like, I don't think that you're ready yet, basically. And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, fine. And like walks away, and then she goes back to him. She's like, okay, why am I not ready yet? And he's like, because you know that you're beautiful, you know all these things, but like, he's like, you can't just bank your life off of like how you look. Like basically, what's he saying? But this is the part that confused the crap out of me when I listened to this audiobook. Okay, what? He's like you? insulting her basically, yeah, and being like, you're not ready, all this and stuff. And then out of nowhere, just grabs her, harassment, and goes, "Are you a woman?" <laughs> And remember this woman, the only time she's ever had sex was when she was raped, unfortunately, yes. right? So she's like, um, Her experience yes. with it has been horrible. Yes, horrible. And then he goes, he's like, are you really a woman? And she's like, yes. And then he basically, he's like, well, then let me take your womanhood. Okay. And like, basically, like, next thing you know, clothes off. They're on a dirty old couch. They're freaking doing it. And next thing you know, she's got an A in this class. Okay, here's the thing, though. But it was... It she actually enjoyed it and but it was she was random. into it. It was not harassment. Okay. <laughs> she didn't ask for it. This is a teacher. But here's the thing though. She actually was like when it was building up for it, mm-hmm. she literally was like She just said her first she said time my cross was on fire. Okay. <laughs> She did say things were happening downstairs. She said things were feeling good. And I has turned on. But here's the thing. That's why she didn't say no, because she was like, wait a minute. Yes. Maybe like sex can be something more enjoyable. Maybe yes. sex. Can, she was like, wait, no one's ever taking their time with me. No one's ever been sensual with me. Like, yes. what I'll is take this? your time. Okay. He, said, he said, I want to take my time on you. And she's like, your time. He says, give me an hour. Let me just tell you This is no, something that's. No, no, no. You got to watch where you're going <laughs> no, right now. This is the thing that is getting me, though. It's like, yes, this was consensual. Right. They end up actually, guys, like dating for a very long very time. Very long time. Like, like years. years. Yeah, years. Loving each, loving one another. One Loving each other's bodies. 
love. Okay. And basically, <laughs> basically, though, the part that still gets me is how this started. He did not give her the time of day. There was no warm up. There was none of that. There was no, oh, I wonder if like, he thinks about me. It was, you suck because you're too pretty. Now let's get it. Like, what is that? I've cried. There I, was no line. I think it must, you got to think about, have you ever watched Indiana Jones? Yes. This is the second time I've referenced this theme. <laughs> Do you remember when the girl's sitting in the front of the class and he's a professor and they're all just goo wide at him and she's just sitting there listening to him teach? Yeah. Nothing is being said, but very many things are being yes. said. And I have I have to imagine that is this because literally you think about like they talk about how he was attractive. They talk about how he was like an attractive professor. Okay, but he there's never talk about how he even looks at her in that way. So it just feels so random to me that he made the first well, move. Well, it's the same thing as the book, the My Last Year of Yes, I know. It's it's weird. Well, if she's she's, (gasps) by the way, it's not illegal, guys. Because I I was talking about this with my husband today. Of like, you know, we look at it as such a bad thing, but like, honestly, like, if you're not illegal, no, of course it's not legal. But some schools have don't. Well, there's a policy, but there's some schools that would have a policy against it, or some are just. Highly, highly because they don't. Upon. Yes, because they don't want anybody. They, they. I guess it's because like your credibility could go out the window of well, like of you never know how you're grading someone. Yes. But like this ended up being like he loved her. Yeah, he he really fell for her, and so he was teaching her all sorts of things um in the room, but then mm. also for the schooling. <laughs> And so for for broadcasting, so she was like learning a ton. And so essentially she wants to go get a job. And so she's been like learning so much from Mr. Chad and... Because he has all the moves. Okay. And he is... (laughs) She's setting herself up for the future. (laughs) Oh, I can't. But she's actively pursuing jobs. And so she finds this job at KCPO TV is what it's called. And she goes for this interview and there's this guy that she interviews with named Johnny. Mm-hmm. And his name is Johnny Ryan. And What a name, Johnny. What a name. What a strong name. What a strong name. Strong name. And and it turns out to be the most interesting like pivotal, I would say, meeting in this book because yeah. their relationship they're like getting to know each other. Their interview. He offers her the job. He offers an intern position. She basically yes. creates an internship she for begs herself. Him for it. She's like, I will literally clean, do anything. I'll do toilets. I'll do whatever yeah. it. I will. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no yes. pay. She literally said no pay. I will come in and do whatever. And so then he obviously was like, okay, great. And who doesn't want a free intern to clean the toilets mm-hmm. and clean the place? And so she creates it for herself an internship. But that meeting ends up being super pivotal because he goes on to be the person that Kate falls for. Yes. And this is, I would say, one of the most interesting, not even really trios, Mm -hmm. but it kind of is a trio in Kate's mind of books that I've read in a long time. Yeah. And yeah, it's so weird because it's so basically we're senior year here in college. They're about to graduate Tully just got this internship, right? Kate is trying to find the nerve to tell her mom and even Tully that she's decided that she doesn't want to go this route of being a reporter, that she she's not sure what she wants to do yet. And so she ends up, she's on the phone with her mom telling her like, mom, like, I don't know. And her mom's like, well, I thought you wanted to do all this, this and that. She's like, she's like, well, I know, but I, I don't know who I want to be. Like, I like I'm confused. Basically, that's like a quick conversation to the point where Tali literally comes in and hangs up the phone. She's like, I've got it. I got to take you somewhere. She takes her down to this to the anchor ship place, whatever that she's working at. The news, the, the news, news quarters, studio. news studio, <laughs> anchor ship, news studio, <laughs> ship yard. <Yep. laughs> she takes her there. And she sits her down right in front of Johnny and goes, Johnny goes, so, Kate, what do you think about it? And then uh, at um, Tully left the room. So t- she yes. just drops her off yes. in the studio, walks out. And Kate's like. Well, what are you talking about? He's like, you didn't hear. And she's like, hear what? She's like, I don't even know who you are, sir. And he's, he's like, he's like, about the job. The job is offered to Dolly because someone, Carol's out. She's having a baby, but we need somebody to run the phones, this and that. And she is. An Tully office says person. That, yes. And Tully says, Tully says that you are brilliant. And Kate at first is like, uh, what's the pay? But at the same time, she is like, her brain is short circuiting because she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she this guy's this- so hot. So the whole time she's like, he's offering her this job, but she's trying to be reasonable at the same time. She's like, I don't know if I even want to work in TV, but also this guy's so hot. Yeah. 
And so she also was currently working at Starbucks. You know what's crazy? She was working at the first Starbucks ever at Pike Market Place, y'all. If you don't know it, here in Seattle, come on down. Uh -huh. We are sponsored by no, Starbucks today. There, you can stand in line for three hours to get yourself an average cup uh, of coffee. An, a burnt cup of a coffee, let's be honest. I'm so sorry to the people that work at Starbucks. It's, My sister. Oh, it's burnt though. Shout out! It's to not you. your fault. It's not your fault. The no, beans come burnt to you. Oh, oh, okay. It but comes burnt. It, they roast the beans like really, oh, really strong. So if you're you. like a coffee connoisseur yeah. snob, Starbucks is not yeah. it. But, but basically, she doesn't. She doesn't. Kate does not want to be working here, but she gets kind of over. She's just looking at how beautiful this man is. She's like minimum wage, less than what I make now, but sure. And she goes, and that's when. Tolly walks in the room, sees him shaking hands, is like, amazing, this is great. And the quote Lily says, Kate couldn't help noticing how her friend instantly seized Johnny's full attention. He was sitting at his desk now, staring at Tolly. That's when Kate knew she'd made a mistake. Uh, so literally, she takes the job. Tolly runs back in the room, is like, yay, I'm so glad we're all going to work together. And he's just like, goo-goo-eyed looking at Tolly. Yes. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's into my best friend. Yeah. Which Tolly was like still in this full-blown relationship with Chad. She was still in love. Well, she still was with Chad. Yeah. So she's in a relationship and Johnny doesn't know this, but she, but Kate's literally looking at this man that she's like, I think is the hottest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And he is into my best friend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a plot oh. What would you do? I Oh, I would sob my eyes out because literally quit. because <laughs> she's like First actually day. never mind <laughs> but no i mean imagine like your friends in a happy relationship mm -hmm. a seemingly happy relationship like she's very contented with chad like she they they're still very much into each other yeah and then the guy that you're into and you also i think it what's conflicting here is that fact that she is taking this job in tv that so many people who graduate college would be head over heels for they would be yeah. so stoked to have this opportunity and so at the same time, she's like, I don't really know if this is what I want to do, but it's also with my best friend. And then you and it was in her major. Yep. And so I just I would sob my eyes out. I can't even fathom. I think I would just be like, I think right, this is the problem that doesn't make sense. Right. So we go on just through Tully and Tully and Chad's relationship real quick. Right. He loved her so much, cared about her deeply, right? But she was just not given the same energy back. Because there also is an age gap, obviously, where yeah. she's like on the rise and grind. I'm going to work so hard. And he's like, I have a professorship and maybe I want to settle down. Yeah. And he literally like goes to her. So basically, there it comes to a time where it is time a big story has come into the news press. And they're like, we need somebody on this story. It's like stat. And she runs into Johnny's office, doesn't even knock. But she's like, put me out there, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And he's like, I just got off the phone. Someone like, go. I need you to go. Basically, right? It was a robbery. I could be mixing something. No, it was a robbery. No, yeah, yeah. She's covering a robbery and she go. No. Well, there was, you, are, yes, you, you are mixing things, but <laughs> this did happen. The yes. robbery did happen where she was actually in the store and yes. literally there was a robbery happening. So they were like, Tully, this is your big break, which this is psychotic. 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 This shows why Johnny and Tully have this like shared weird passion for what they do. But basically, Tolly is in like a convenience store or like a um like a, a gas station yeah. kind of store, and this guy pulls out a gun, robbing the store, shoots it like hits Tolly like grazes her or something. She drops low, and they're like, "What is going on in there?" Like the team is outside, the news the team is outside, so they're like, "Put your radio on." So she starts reporting like live, live reporting this robbery in this store and she's like checking on other people and stuff and so basically that is a huge big break moment for her she's also holding gossip yes he literally shot her and, in the shoulder and johnny is instead in her ear instead of being like oh my gosh are you okay get yeah. out he's like keep filming yeah he's like you got this this is your keep big reporting. break like, well also she was also psychotic and she was even saying like i can do this like i'm gonna make this my big break because she was live on television where everybody could hear what she was saying. She just couldn't hear the other anchor that was on, like, live. And so she's interviewing people. Like, she finds this little girl, like, where, how are you? Are you okay? Like, talking to the dad. Like, your like, daughter's telling fine. telling them to be quiet. Like, yes. I, yeah. And, like, basically, like, she, the, the SWAT team comes in. Everything like that. But she ends up in the hospital, obviously. Like, Kate gets there. And she, this is the part where it's, like, so interesting. Because, like, Kate loves, 
She's in love with Johnny, right? In love. But with the him. second she sees him, she tears him a new one because she's like, "Where is she?" She's like, "He's like, it went great. The show she performed wow. Like this is her big break." And she's like, "Okay, dipwit." I'm yeah. asking, like, how is her life? Is she okay? And then Chad runs in, obviously like devastated, crying. They're holding each other, Chad and Kate. And that's when Kate you know, realizes for the first time that Chad really is in love with Tully. And then she goes over to Johnny. She's like, "That's what you do when you care about somebody." Right. Basically. So what happens when Chad goes in to check in on Tully in the hospital? Basically, he asks her to marry him. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. He goes in there and he's like, I cannot imagine my life without you. And that what just happened made him obviously imagine yeah. what would his life would be like without her. Yeah. And he proposes. And, and she, 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 does, she basically, she hesitates. She's not even sure. She's like, she's basically like, I. he walks out of the room because Kate comes in and she tells Kate and Kate's like, like, remember, you told me to hit you if you ever got married before 30 and all this stuff. And she's like, then she gets a call from a very big news station while she's in the hospital because she just had her big break. Right. Everybody wants her. And they, I think they're called Clue, right? Oh, what? Clue? No. The news station? Oh, it might be an acronym. Oh, okay. Like CLU. Yeah, CLU. Or something like that. Somebody <laughs> called her with the big bucks and he's yeah. like, come in on Monday. We want you. We're going to pay for you all this stuff. She says, yeah. She gets out of the hospital. She goes to Chad's house, right? And he's not there. And he left a note. What did the note say? He left a note just basically being like, I love you and I can't do this. And like, you're, you're like, you are, he said something about a match. Like he's like, you are the fire. Like go and burn bright. Like yeah. essentially just being like, I love you and go and do this because mm-hmm. this is what you're destined for. But clearly you don't love me enough. Like this is what you have to do. Yeah. Kind of like, it's like an amicable split in a way, but he's yeah. obviously heartbroken. He's heartbroken. He even said, he's like, I, cause she came to tell him about this offer. And she was literally like, he'll understand that we can wait to get married. Like he knows how much this means to me. And the note literally said like, I know all about the offer that you came here to tell me about because I'm the one that set it up for you. Yeah. I was like, so he loves her. He knows uh-huh. her. But this is what's crazy is this whole time, Johnny has been, like, into Tully, and he kind of didn't realize, like, how serious things were with Chad. Yeah. And so there's even this moment where they're, like, at the bars, and Kate's just kind of like, this is what I don't understand. If I was genius – oh, so I guess this is her reasoning, but if I was into a guy, my best friend would know about it. I'd be yeah. like, he is – I just The second I got it. out of there, I'd yeah. be like, did you see how hot that guy yes. was in there? <laughs> well, and so I guess the problem was, though, is that Kate gave – Tully so much crap for dating her professor, Chad, that she was like, well, I cannot tell her that I'm taking this job because I think my boss is hot. And like, she kind of poked around at it and asked Tully like, hey, did you ever, like, would you ever go out with him? And she's like, okay, LOL. Like, I don't date all of my bosses. Like, that's kind of how she laughed it off. Um, But there was this night where they all went to the bars together. And I think it might have been after the shooting um, or right before the split between yes. Chad and um, no, Tully. it was it was oh yeah, it was right before it the was split. right before the split, and they were all kind of drinking, having fun, and like Tully and Johnny and Kate were like out on the dance floor dancing, and which also is just like yeah, it's strange. But they were all like kind of dancing, just having fun, and then Tully and Johnny, he starts like putting the moves on her and like yeah. kisses her, yeah. and she's like laughing. She's like, "Bad Johnny, like yeah. okay, like no, I'm," st-. and then runs off to Chad. Basically, yeah. like Chad shows up, and then she literally runs out the door. He never even him. heard about Chad because she was trying to keep it so secret since he was her professor. Yeah, and he wasn't at the time anymore, but there was obviously such a big age gap, and she yeah. kind of was just like wanting to keep it private, sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. and they weren't seriously like they weren't. I don't know. They weren't like engaged or anything. So she yeah. was just kind of like hey, this is not my main focus. Like, my yeah. main focus is work. So she kind of really wouldn't talk about it. So then literally Johnny's, like, putting the moves on Tilly and kisses her in front of Kate, which yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like, imagining. Literally, Joel, if he gave, when we were literally dating, I'm like, or b- sorry, before we were dating, and I would just, like, watch him across the party or a room or, like, because we were around each other before we were dating. No, I'm dead serious. No, I would, like, if literally girls were talking to him and we were at a party and I, like, was, it was, like, I was, like, I have died. Like, you, this is heartbreaking. They would just be talking. I'm, like, stop looking at any other girl. Like, like, why why are you see me? Why are you talking to them? Like, who can... Oh, it was the worst. It was so heartbreaking. So, literally, the visual image of, like, someone you are pining over yeah kissing someone else heartbreaking so then basically 
it was like two nights later or something. Johnny is like he or it was two night or two days later. There was basically a war going on. And so he Johnny goes to El Salvador. That's like another part of Johnny's kind of persona is that he used to be a war correspondent kind of yeah. person. And so he has that drive and passion, whatever. So he goes back to El Salvador. He's there for a couple days. And the whole time Kate is like sick with worry. She's just like, oh, I can't handle it. He shows up at their place drunk Mm-mm. when he yeah. came back from El Salvador. So he's like, shows up. And basically, first thing he's like, where's Tolly? Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, her heart just drops. And she's like, she's with Chad. Yeah. Like, literally. And that was the night they were breaking up. Yeah. But we don't know. But she's like, she's with Chad, okay? And he walks in and, like, is kind of telling her a little bit about what happened. But he is wasted. This yeah. man is, like, stumbling. He is gone. And so, literally... He kisses Kate and it's like her dream come true. Like she, he pulls her over to him and he's just like kissing her and it's electric. And she's like, oh my gosh, like this is literally everything I've ever dreamed for. And then he pulls away and he says, totally. He said, I knew you. Something like gross. He was like, I knew you'd taste like this. There's not like, like I knew a kiss would be like this, but he says, totally. I, and then she literally, then she lays him, not, not only, instead of kicking him out, she lets him sleep on the couch and Which puts is, a blanket over Why him. is she such an annoying person? She's kind of like that in the show as well. She kind of really will let people just like. Walk all over walk her. Walk all over her. But the crazy thing is he wakes up and he goes, um, like, did Tully ever come home? He's like, no, once again with Chad, like blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, well, did something? She's like, oh, don't. She's like, no, nothing ever happened. Like, Wait, he didn't even remember. Do you believe that that's realistic? Do you believe you could literally do stuff and have zero memory. I think so. I think Oof. you have to be because like there's blackout drunk. There's two different sure, types of blackout yeah. drunk. You can be blackout drunk and still be conscious though and doing things. And that's why it's like that's what's so dangerous about that stuff if you're not careful. It's like there's people that have killed other people. There's people like Okay, Marv, this is not Verity. <laughs> I'm just saying like there's so many things that could right, happen of course, with yeah. you being conscious yeah. but not knowing what you're doing. So it's like that's why I'm always like you got to be careful with your surroundings. She just forgave him so quickly and like still held a candle for him like still held a flame for him was just like obsessed with him and so eventually though they do get together ah they do get together and this is he's like you always knew me so well. literally it's because she actually sees a different side of him and holds him accountable things whereas Tolly is just this like bright vivacious like passionate person but she's not into johnny so she's not like putting any kind of conversation to him and so they did sleep together once oh that never happened in the show. What? That never Guys, happened in, in the, the show. book. Tully and him get together once. Once. But then he keeps calling her and he's all depressed. And that's how he ends up with Kate. Because Kate's like, I know you're depressed because you're not with Tully. But she doesn't love you that way. To the point where Tully's literally like, this man keeps calling me. Like, how do I get him off my back? Like, it was just a one-time thing. And then that's when, like, she goes there. And she's like, I'm getting a new job. Yeah. So I can't work here anymore. And that's when he's like, it's always been you, Kate. Yeah. It was so stupid. So, so, so stupid. Because then literally told then Tolly's like, what are you talking about, Kate? Like, he was just with me like a month or two ago. Yeah. Like, so you're a rebound girl. And basically, oh. which I would I could see how yes. she'd never told her, Hey, I've been obsessed. And she did tell her in that Kate moment, told yeah. Tolly in that moment, no, I've been in love with him for like the past two years. Yeah. But I could see how in she would be like, he literally slept with me. He's not good. Like yeah. he is like recovering from his war experiences and he's just all over the place like no you don't deserve that but kate's like no i'm like in love with him and so i think this is what's one of the most interesting aspects of this book and even the show but like they get married like they literally kate and johnny get married and they have babies together they create a life together yeah and it made me so curious would you ever be able to Mm. marry a guy that had been with your best friend and slash you always were worried about him and your best friend. Because what's interesting is in this book, she Kate never is worried necessarily about Tully yeah. going for Johnny. She always, she never, ever, ever in the whole rest of the book can let go of this idea Which is like, that Johnny wanted Tully first. Yeah. And the rest of the book's like 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Of, like, her and Johnny having this a marriage together. This is over a 30-year friendship. Yeah. And, well, because well, when she met, when she was with Johnny, I, I think at some point they mentioned how their daughter, Mara, Mara Rose, by the way, mm-hmm. middle name after Tully, but, like, mm-hmm. she they, she's 10 years old, like, towards the end of the book. And so it's, like, a 10-year marriage. Or, like, basically. 13. 
Yeah, sorry. She, like she a thirteen, yeah, yeah, a thirteen-year marriage, basically, and she's never able to kind of let go of the fact that like he used to really like her. And I don't know if I could. I think in the moment, I think I'd really have to. I mean, I will say this: Johnny loved Katie. He a hundred percent was a good man. So when we talk about this, he's not like some sleaze bag. He actually totally even says that when um, there's a moment where something kind of happens to Katie and she sees the love that Johnny has for Katie to the point where Tully out loud literally be like, oh my gosh, he loves her. She even questions after all these years if Katie was just a second choice. Yeah. And she realized that like, no, like she was his first choice that Tully was just this one time thing that it was all about lust. He never actually loved her, but he loved Katie. And I think for me, if I were to do that, I think I would have to be as confident I was, even though Katie at some points was not that confident in it of being like, no, I know he loves me. Well, and that's what's so interesting is like throughout there's these random interactions and encounters throughout the rest of the book where they would like be on the dance floor. Like Tully Tully goes on to have the most successful career absolutely possible. And so she's just famous as can be. And so they'd be at events or they'd be at things. And, you know, Johnny is also producer and at certain points produces her shows and they work together and they would be dancing or they'd be at all these events. and, And Tully always would kind of like have it in her brain or she would have a moment where they Tolly and Johnny would just be talking to each other because they are so passionate about what they do. They yeah. shared that passion in a way that Katie and John Johnny didn't. Yeah. Like Katie still has her own passions, but very different. Like she gets kind of really focused on motherhood and then she's also always wanted to write. Like that's yeah. her where her passions lie. And so but th- throughout the rest of the book there's all these moments of like tiny interactions of Tolly even kind of wondering like should we have like been together? Like, is this a share? Like, is this deeper? But then always recognizing like, no, Johnny and Katie were meant to be, but it, but what's really frustrating for me reading this was like, Katie doubts him so much and she verbalizes it. Like if it was, I don't think I could be with someone that was constantly worried that I was into someone else. I'm like, I'm literally married to you. I have kids with you. Like I verbally affirm you. I show you, I care about you. Like he would take her on these little surprise trips. Like he loved her and prioritized her, but still always in the back of her brain, she could never look up. Like she would see them talking like, or she would, they would be sitting outside at like at the dock on their boat. To be fair. Right. I'm not sure if Katie ever like thought that, I think it was stemming. She said like she thinks that Johnny could still like Tully, but I think it was really more stemming from the fact that I think she was a little, um, she wasn't confident. No, she was always comparing herself to Tully, and she couldn't see how good that she was and how special she was. And so she's like, "Well, why would Johnny like me when someone so special like Tully is right in front of him?" When he's like, "I'm not looking at her. I'm looking." at But to be fair. Right. There will be moments between the two of them, right, where she goes upstairs to take a nap because she's not feeling very well. And he comes home and she hears him come home and she's like, thank the Lord. Like he's home. Like I want to talk to him. And she goes downstairs. All the lights are out besides out on the porch where he and Tully are sitting there having a drink together. Right. She's laughing with him and she like kind of leans over and like whispers something in his ear. I don't give a crap how close you and I are. Whether you are a sister or a bestie, get your hands off my freaking man. Do you know what's so funny, though, is I genuinely visualize that scenario, right? Like, I'm upstairs. I hear Joel come home. I One of my girlfriends had just left, and they're actually sitting out on the patio talking. And if I come out, genuinely, this is just my personality. I wouldn't be bothered by that at all. Oh, I would. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, what's hard for me to get over is, like, the whole book, she really does doubt him. Even to the end, like... It's really heartbreaking. And what's so funny is in the show, they actually get divorced. I read that. Did you know that? Okay. I did read that, which is so crazy to me because like, yeah, they, to the very end, they're still, I think they're still very much in love. Yeah. But then they get back together in the show. (sighs) Wow. What a whirlwind. Yeah. They get remarried. Remarried? Yes. It's crazy. Oh my God. But it's so good because it's over three seasons. So like you really get to like see their development everything it's yeah. very very good but which guys this book is a three-parter i think it's four is it three or holy four? crap this is a four-parter book it's a big book it's almost 500 pages yeah the one i read is six something yeah because you had the extra, all the extra mm-hmm. yeah this seven. is a 479 page book yeah but it's interesting too because i i mean just to get to the end like the basically katie they have an altercation. They stop talking for a year. The altercation is that um, 
her daughter Mara and Katie have like a horrible relationship. It's just like really awful. It's very they just cannot see eye to eye. They can't talk together. It's just it weighs on Katie to the point where she's like losing weight and looking horrible and losing yeah. sleep and just can't function. And they essentially go on Tully's show. Tully has a show at this point called The Girlfriend Hour. And so she's like really trying to help people get back together and like bring like she's trying to do she's always trying to evolve her show. And so she's yeah. like, hey, what if you guys come on the girlfriend hour? And I like put an opportunity out there. Like I, I mediate a conversation between you guys. Like yeah. her um, Mara was like obsessed with being famous and being a model and be so she was like, Mara will love it because she'll come on the show and she'll love to be here. And then you can actually like I'll be there to help mediate and we can kind of talk about it. But she basically totally didn't give them any heads up of what was the show was going to be about. So she's just like, trust me, trust me. Like, just show up. It'll be great. She showed up and it was not great. Yeah. Totally essentially was like, you're what happens when over controlling, overbearing parents talk like are toxic with their children. Like she basically is like putting Katie out on yeah. blast, like literally saying like that she's this kind of mother and all this stuff. And apparently Mara and Tolly, because Mara like looks up to Tolly like she's an idol, like she is like her dream godmother, like she only wants to be with Tolly, she wants Tolly to be her mom. And so apparently Mara had like confided in Tolly and said like, hey, what if we, you know, I want yeah. help and all that. So anyway, it just like was blown up, horrific situation. They stopped talking for a year. <sighs> in that year, Katie gets diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. So Katie is like not... She's dying. Like, yeah. she's done all the treatments. She's done all the things. So by the time they end up reconnecting, it's like they have just such a huge gap in their relationship because they hadn't been involved in each other's lives for a year. But then it's also like no time has passed because yeah. she realized – they just basically decide to kind of forgive each other. Yeah. Show up for each other. Yeah. And because literally she – they both think they owe each other an apology, which yeah. is so crazy because when – Tully or when Katie storms off Tully's show, she says all this stuff. She's like, this is why your mom, like she goes hard. Yeah. She really cuts deep. But so they both are like being stubborn, say that they owe each other apologies. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of just finally, Katie, of course, freaking calls and is like, you need to get that woman. Like she's telling Tully's assistant. She's like, no, get that woman off her chair. And like, she needs to talk to me yeah. now. Like, and so they reconnect, get back together. And it's like, they have a last few couple months. Yeah. And it's really hard. It's beautiful. But it's interesting, too, because the author was saying that she lost her mother to breast cancer. Yeah. And so that was kind of like a huge part of this book and this story was Chris and Hannah's own, like, experience with losing a mom, losing someone to breast cancer, her relationship with her mom, and then also using this book as, like, an awareness for women mm -hmm. to be consistent in, like, all your exams and be consistent in checking on your health and all these things because a lot of it is preventable. So I thought that was actually a really cool aspect of the story, yeah. like kind of inspired it. But there's so much in this book. So much. It's but what thing. is your – what was one of your favorite moments? I would say uh, – I think one of my favorite moments is just um, seeing – not even just a general thing, but even when they're both in the hospital, like when um, – when Tully is, got shot and when she has cancer, like, the way that they show up for each other, like, I think it's, for me, just reminded me that, like, nothing is that serious. Right. Nothing is that serious. Like, yes, like, we shouldn't be saying nasty things to each other like that or, like, putting each other in uncomfortable situations. Like, you need to be a good friend, right? But at the end of the – and so, it's like, I understand that, but I think also showing that it's, like, not – your friendship – with people is not worth any of these things. Not right. worth making yourself look better. Not worth getting the best segment. Not worth, you know – I think it was just like time is so precious because at the end of this book, Katie's like, I didn't do what like I thought I would do. Like I, you know, I became a mother and I'm so sad that I have to leave my children at such a young age. Like, you know, my heart just hurt, like hurt for that. Cause I was like, Oh, I can't imagine like having that feeling and I don't want to, but also it just made me realize like, Oh, time is so precious. Mm -hmm. None of this stuff matters. Yep. None of yeah. It. That's so good. No. And honestly, I think to the way that they portrayed like Tully's character arc of like she used to she couldn't say I'm sorry like that was yeah. kind of like the whole I guess quote unquote bit or joke of like Johnny and Kate's relationship is like they would always be like well what do you expect from Tully like she's yeah. not gonna apologize like what yeah. do you expect and they would give her so much slack I guess for her upbringing obviously and for the just horrific yeah. like trauma of having a mom that's like alive but doesn't want you and like in but like coming and going in your life like yeah. just showing up sporadically and then leaving like yeah. 
you can't try it. So they would give her a lot of rope for that. But then also, I think at the end of it, she finally apologizes. She apologizes to Katie for like, oh my gosh, I can, I'm so sorry. I didn't call you. I'm so like, it's the first time that she's kind of also recognized like, there is more to life than career. There's more life than your job. There's more to life than what she was chasing the whole time. And so, yeah, I think there's so much in this book that's like, yeah, just so obviously offers a lot for conversation, for sure. um, a lot for just consideration of how you want to, yeah, live your life, prioritize. Like, and I think it opens your eyes too to other experiences in the world of how people um, have been raised and how what things that they go through, yeah. and then how to be a good friend through difficult times like and what a friendship over 30 years can look like so but what would you rate it out of five out of five um i would say i would give it definitely like a four out of five for sure what about you uh i want to say three out of five okay i i liked the idea of the book i just think it was too long really just too long. See, like, that's I've where we're different because I literally told you, before. I was like, I blasted through this book and you're like, Sadie, no. This was like, like- I, I just felt like for a book anyway, I feel like for a movie, like really? it makes sense that they put this into like a, like a series mm-hmm. because I think it has great content for right. it. But I think for a book, I think it was just like a little too much. That's fair. Yeah. I, and I think actually too, that's another thing that's changed in me for reading is I used to get like, I did not like long books. Yeah. I like long books if I know that they're going to be good mm. because I love knowing, oh my gosh, I'm going to stay in this world yeah. for like extra time. Like yeah. I'm like, Sometimes that's there's nice. certain books that I have that I'm like, I love they're long and yeah. there's certain books that I wish they were longer. But then of course there are other books. Yeah. If this yeah. was kind of a trashy read, I'd be like, okay, you could have done that in half the pages was- and wasted my time. Like- but I also think that's what I like about books is when it leaves me wishing that there was more. Ooh. I'm always like, oh, that was so yeah. good. I wish there was more. But it's like, but there's not. You yes. know, for this, I was like, I didn't need all that. Okay. <laughs> but it was a very, I do think it was a very good book. Okay. And I will be watching the show. Yes, you need to. T- I need your opinions on the show. It's <laughs> so good. There's so many things to talk about. But we hope you guys enjoyed us recapping, giving you an overview of Firefly and Lane. If you liked it, you know what to do. Come on. We want five stars. Five and stars. we only want five stars. <laughs> No, but if you're feeling generous, if you're feeling like yes. give us a, a little bit of extra love, go on there and um, give us five stars. That would really help us out. And we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.